Hi, this is Mo Oster, MISNY's Senior Vice President for Advocacy. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in Albany and sometimes in Washington, D.C. I'm going to again make an urgent plea for all of you listening to plan to be in Albany on Tuesday, March 12th for MISNY's annual Physician Advocacy Day. With so many adverse issues we are facing in the New York State budget, it is imperative your legislators hear from you in person regarding all the practice threats you face, including several adverse state budget proposals and how all this ultimately relates to the care that your patients receive. For the morning program on March 12th, you will have the opportunity to hear from and ask questions to New York Health Commissioner Dr. James McDonald and ask him about the reasons for these challenging provisions in the New York State budget. You'll also hear from the chairs of the New York State Assembly and Senate Health Committees and Insurance Committees and ask them what they intend to recommend with these adverse provisions as they work towards their respective one house budget proposals. Then there will also be presentations from the New York State Assembly and Senate Minority Leaders. Following this morning program, there will then be an informal luncheon where many senators, assembly members, and their staffs will attend and interact with local physicians. And then after that, in the afternoon, you will have the opportunity to meet with your local senators and assembly members in meetings organized by your county medical society. Please look for information in today's Pulse and Monday's Insider and on the MISNI website for how you can register for this important program. MISNI physician leaders and lobbying staff have been communicating and meeting with senators and assembly members, highlighting that even as the public messaging surrounding the executive budget has focused on efforts to expand access to care, including behavioral health care, there are numerous budget proposals that would have the exact opposite effect. The budget is not entirely bad for physicians. There are long overdue provisions that would provide increases in the per member per month rate for physicians providing care to Medicaid-enrolled adults and children in the patient-centered medical home program. There's a one-year continuation of telehealth payment parity law, though that should be longer, and there are new monies to expand health insurance subsidies so that patients buying coverage in the New York State Exchange can purchase a more comprehensive plan. However, there are numerous proposals that are completely counterproductive to maintaining patient access to community-based physician care and, like I mentioned before, at odds with the governor's messaging about enhancing New Yorkers' access to needed care. To begin with, we're continuing to scratch our head over the reason for their proposal to repeal authorization and funding for the essential services provided by MISNI's Committee for Physicians' Health, which has for over 40 years provided needed treatment services for thousands of physicians facing behavioral health or addiction issues, and is more important than ever given the increased incidence in spotlight on physician burnout. Last year, the state legislature and the governor agreed to continue this essential program for an additional five years. CPH is not funded out of the general fund, but through a $30 set aside through the physician's biennial registration fee. In meetings with key assembly and Senate program staff, they've indicated that in their meetings with the administration, that the administration has failed to generate a clear rationale for this proposal. Our advocacy has also continued to highlight our alarm with a proposal to impose huge new costs on the more than 15,000 physicians who receive excess medical malpractice insurance coverage by requiring them to pay 50% of the coverage cost. 
which is a cumulative $40 million hit to physicians. We've argued that this cost imposition is not tenable for many physicians and would force many of them to decline taking this coverage altogether, which is not only a risk for those physicians, but ultimately to the patients that these physicians serve and who are the ultimate beneficiaries of this program. Another concerning proposal would repeal the ability of physicians to bring claim disputes regarding Medicaid managed care plans to New York's independent dispute resolution process. This change would overturn a recent decision by DFS that Misney fought hard for that permitted the physician the right to appeal these claims through the IDR process. Misney has raised concerns that this proposal would lead to steep health insurer payment cuts an outright dropping of physicians from these Medicaid managed care plans, and discourage many physician specialists from continuing to provide essential on-call emergency department care. On top of that, we have also expressed our strong objections to proposals that would remove important physician oversight and collaboration for care provided by various non-physician providers, including a proposal to permit physician assistants to practice without any physician supervision after 8,000 clinical hours if they practice in primary care or are employed by a hospital. This week, MISNI President Dr. Paul Papia had a letter published in the Albany Times Union that praised the services of PAs and NPs, but emphasized the importance for patient safety reasons of maintaining physician oversight over the care provided by these non-physicians. Dr. Papia was also quoted in an article on this proposal in the Long Island Newsday, and there was a letter to the editor that came from the Nassau County Medical Society president, Dr. David Podwall, reiterating Dr. Papia's points. MISNI is collaborating with numerous specialty societies on joint letters opposing these provisions. But most of all, legislators need to hear from you as to how these provisions will hurt your patient's ability to obtain and receive needed healthcare services. Send a letter or tweet from our grassroots site, but most of all, plan to be in Albany on March 12th. Please email me at mauster at mssny.org if you have any questions. Turning to upcoming CME, please put on your calendar Wednesday, February 21st at 7.30 a.m. for our next Medical Matters one-hour webinar, The Many Faces of COVID, with our faculty, Dr. Bill Valenti. And I will mention once again the programming, the Women's Physician Leadership Academy CME programming, which will occur on various Saturdays in March, March 2nd, March 9th, and March 16th, to be specific. And we highlight that the recordings of the October series of this Women's Physician Leadership Programs are available on MISNI's CME site, cme.misni.org. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast and for your support for MISNI and your county medical societies. We will speak again next week. And we hope to see you in Albany on March 12th.